advertisers or agencies. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Hello and welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. Call in 404-603-8770. is the number to call in if you need the toll-free number. That's 386-926-7562. We're live on Periscope as well as Facebook right now. We've got a lot to get into. If you're tuned in visually, you can tell a few of our topics that we have today in the realm of football. We've got uh, college football playoffs to discuss. We were down in uh, Auburn this past weekend for the deep, deep South oldest rivalry. Oldest rivalry in the South, and had a pleasure of being down there at Game Time Sports Bar and Grill. Game Time. I, I saw y'all put the posters up, man. How was that, man? Like it was very nice. It looked lit. Nice. It looked lit. Where was my invite? This see, did see, did this he thing. not say? <laughs> did we not say we were gonna be down there? Yeah, yeah last show. Okay, yeah. I, I was just checking. Yeah, I'm just, I'm I mean, it's the same engineer. That's been with us for the last six months now. So about two years. Yeah, it's been about two years. I, I was trying to be nice. No, I didn't I want to put the back. You <laughs> all about facts, right? You <laughs> all about facts. If you don't agree, say so. <laughs> so you should have been down there, but you weren't. But that's okay. You got a chance. I had to work. I had to work. I work too much. Don't you hate when people say, "Where's my invite?" Knowing good and well they, they had they, something else already they, planned. They were gonna say no. Right. Pretty much. <laughs> Like Baylor was saying no to a win. <laughs> wow. 28 to 3. But well, that's a whole nother topic wow. to get into later on. <laughs> Bring the petty. <laughs> also, uh, we'll be back down there in two weeks for the Iron Bowl. Uh, but we'll get more in into that discussion. Uh, suspensions were handed out based on Thursday night's NFL game. We'll discuss that. Somebody had a, a workout here in Atlanta Saturday. We'll also Who discuss was that? that. Who was that? Uh, some guy that wore seven back in the day. Oh, Vic? Not the one that uh, had dog fighting going on. Oh, Young Ho? Something young like Quay. That. It's Young Quay, right? How you say it? Young Way? Young Ho. You got to verify what kind of interview. Was it career builder? Indeed. Um, Ron Star. Ron Star. <laughs> Kelly Services. <laughs> I think more to that ladder because you didn't get called back. But. <laughs> uh, we got prep sports at the top of the hour at 8 o'clock. We also got NBA. Somebody making a comeback, speaking of number sevens. We'll see how fair or foul his contract is. We'll discuss it more in details the following week. But we're going to touch at him because we want to get some people who been around the NBA to sign their who, who signed them kind of contracts. And why? (laughs) 
And the championship was down in Miami, down in Homestead this past weekend for NASCAR. Boys that go left. That's right. Rowdy Rowdy won it, but, you know, we'll discuss more of that. And uh, um, Major League Baseball handed out their Cy Youngs, Coaches of the Years, MVPs. We'll discuss. The New England Patriots of baseball. Exactly. How did that play into it? But we'll start first with noise that was heard around the world Saturday. Uh, Colin Kaepernick had his tryout that was scheduled to be at Flowery Branch where the Atlanta Falcons hold their practices and team events. supposed to be there at 3 p.m. However, Kaepernick switched it to 4 o'clock down in Riverdale at Drew High School, which is a few minutes from the airport. I'll let you go first. Your thoughts on everything that transpired. Uh, Um, do I have, you know what? I don't want to take any of your thunders. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> That's what you do. You've been working with somebody long enough to know exactly I, what they're going to say. So I'm going to get to the, I'm going to get to, I'm going to have my dessert first and, and not, <laughs> and not the appetizer or the meal. I, and my dessert is the commentators, the Stephen A. Smith, the Tony mm-hmm. Dungies, the Eric Reed, the, mm-hmm. everybody who's, who's commenting on it. And, and again, no one's on the same accord. And there's nothing wrong with having a difference of opinion, but there is a problem when your difference of opinion is not what's being presented to the masses at one time. So I, I, I truly feel African-Americans, and this is who I'm talking to and about, we, can, we are not in a position to be able to have a difference of opinion publicly. We can have that difference of opinion privately, but not publicly. So part of Colin Kaepernick doing, taking this stand and moving forward is the part of being a, 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 a social pioneer is the responsibility at some point having a game plan. And at some point sitting down and saying, hey, this is what the narrative is going to be and not let everybody else have a different narrative. And not for two years later have Jay-Z hijack the narrative by some people's opinion, you know what I mean, and turn it to where it needs to go. So he's, so, I, I don't know what he's trying to do. So, I mean, I get the distrust with the NFL. I get the distrust of saying, you know, if I have it at your, the, the Flowery Branch, the Atlanta location, where GMs and, 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 and scouts and everybody was going to be there, I can understand, I can, I can get, maybe not understand, but I can get um, why he would change it and, and try to control the narrative. But this is chess, though. If controlling the narrative on this particular scenario, does it get you a job or does it not get you a job? And so when he says he wants a job, then you kind of kind of got to play by the employer's rule book. So, I, 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 am, I, am, I am torn in so many different ways <laughs> about this. You know what I mean? And look, I just spent two and a half, three minutes, and we ain't said squat about the injustices he was kneeling for. 
So now have you kind of lost you? And I didn't want to take the thunder, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I was trying not to take it, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, so now we've had a discussion and we haven't said two words about what he was taking a knee for. Back to my point about we got we we can have difference of opinions behind closed doors, but we can't have it publicly. We're not we're not at a place as as a minority to have a difference of opinion publicly. We're not. Yes. Three letters can sum up how I feel about this whole Kaepernick situation. I D C. Don't care. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> if you look back, I think it was back in the summertime when we initially had it after he had a settlement. That's when I was at the point of, okay, it's done. At this point going forward, IDC. I don't care. Because, number one, I work for a financial institution. Great institution. I like what I do. I like the people I work with. If they fire me tomorrow, and some of them might be listening, so hey, y'all. Uh, <laughs> not putting the, that out there. I'm just saying. Exactly. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> if they fire me tomorrow, and I go back and forth in litigations with HR, and I'm trying to get things handled, and they say, here is a check. We... We're admitting that we were wrong. We're settling with you. I'm not trying to get my job back there if my boss is still there. If the, if the, people, the VP is if, still if there. The, the people who made, if made the you. the president is still there. If, I, if those are the people. The manager. The manager. If those were the people that caused my firing, I'm not trying to go back there because nothing has changed. Again, Cap. You should be playing in the NFL. A hundred percent of the, ninety-eight percent of the people agree he should be playing. You got the two percent that say, "Oh, well, he he, think, he got benched for Gabbard and all that I kind of stuff." I think it's ninety-nine percent. Even even no fools will say he he's a backup or a third. A backup, straight. right? Ninety. I, I, I'm going low ball. Ninety-eight percent will say he deserves to be in the NFL, even after being three years removed from playing. He should be there, but to the point you were talking about again, what's, what was the end goal in all of this? You settled. Why are you trying to get your job back at a place that you worked at that did you wrong and they settled because they knew they did you wrong? Why would you go back? Five days ago on Wednesday morning, I had tweeted that out when I said, make sure I get my quote right. Yeah, especially your, your own. Cap book. should not attend the NFL workout if it's not a compromise to some of the terms. The very league you sued and won is treating you like this and you still won't end. Why? Did he answer the why? The interview, there was no interviews to this. It was him working out. We've seen clips of him working out before. That 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 hasn't changed. So again. Why do you want back into this institution that has treated you like this, that gave you two hours to say, yes, you're going to attend the workout, that said, no, you know, you can't bring your film crew in. We got this waiver that supposedly is doctored to make sure you can't sue us. You didn't, your camp didn't like it. They're putting all these things in place to prevent you 
from getting your job back, but they're showing what's called good faith effort as a PR move mm -hmm. to say, yes, we're giving you this workout. If Jay-Z has something to do it, probably, okay, whatever. You can debate that till the cows come home. But it goes back to nobody's bringing up why this all started. It was the police brutality. It was the economic injustices. It was the education. That's not being brought up. Yeah, and what's being brought up is he disrespected he, the He disrespected the, the shield. Flag. <laughs> the, shield the, the, flag, flag. the flag. The flag and the shield. And the shield, right. Yeah. So if it were, Cap, if you're listening, I would not have changed the venue. I would have shown up there at 2 o'clock with my guys that I was going to work out with. I would have shown up with the contract and said, hey, 25 of the 32, I'm ready to go in here. We just need to iron these two things out, and we can go. I got two of my film crew. That's it. If you don't want the whole media, that's fine. I got two of my guys that are going to film. You all are here. I'm willing to do this. Let's get this ironed out right now. We can get it done. If you didn't feel you could get it done before then, on Friday, which I would think you would do, if you can't do it right then, then say, hey, look, I'm willing. I'm right here. We can go live. Y'all can start filming this live of me standing here so everybody sees Put the me. pressure on them. Put the pressure on them. I'm right here. I'm ready to go. I'm dressed. I'm. This is the only two things public that they're trying to do that I need this iron out before we begin. But to have personnel going our way, and granted, it might be closer and everything, but we're talking about the NFL execs and everything. They didn't send Ubers. They didn't send Lyfts. They did, they they so scheduled make it, to things to make it inconvenience. To make it inconvenience. If you really wanted, you know, your job, don't concede to everything. I get that, but show your good faith of saying, "Hey, I'm willing to work out. We just need to do these couple of things." I'm standing here at Flowery Branch, ready to go. Let's get these two things ironed out. We can step inside and we can go. But it, all of this, to your point of Stephen A's, uh, Tony Dunn, everybody else is taken away from the fact that 98% of the people agree he needs to play, but they don't want him in the NFL. So, now, I'm going to say something that I've always said, and I'm going to ask the question again in case people forget or whatever. Do you know what a martyr is? Good, right. And, and this is, again, a question to him. If you <laughs> and that take has been a, brought up, too, if, to if, your point. And I didn't... I, and some, some people have said uh, he's being a martyr. Well, then that's fine. A martyr... But a true martyr. A true, a true <laughs> martyr, a true martyr, usually when they take on social injustice or whatever they cause mm -hmm. is, but mainly it's a social injustice or a political fight or whatever. What it, right. A martyr, they lose their physical life. He, the equivalent for him is he's lost his football life. And so football life in the NFL, be specific. Because yeah. let's be honest, he could go CFL. I mean, he he could go uh, well, XFL yeah. now. Well, whatever. But I mean, if he but wants, right. to, but, but for him, football football life for him is the NFL. Correct. So we now we know that because he ain't he didn't stay in shape in the CFL playing with the for the the, the Ontario. Mm -hmm. Skagonox or whatever. <laughs> he, he didn't, I, you can't tell me somebody across the border would have picked him up. He didn't go there. They picked up Mansell, Johnny. They picked up, you name a lot of guys who flamed out there. because of personal issues, got a chance in the CFL. He didn't want to get go there. So I'm back to, he lost his football life, mm -hmm. which is the NFL, and that comes with the territory. Now, we want to draw a, a, a 
a correlation with him and Muhammad Ali. Oh, do not. No, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm just no. saying for. No, I'm gonna I'm 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 go there. I'm gonna go there as far as the athlete, the athletic side of it. Let Muhammad me, no. Ali was. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I'm go gonna you, I'm gonna probably get to what you're gonna say sooner than later. Muhammad Ali lost three years of his life, boxing life. But boxing, you control your narrative. His him losing his three years of his football life, he even as the quarterback, he doesn't control the narrative. You got to find the right system, the right coach. He, if he never took a, if he never took a knee, he was already at the beginning of this a backup. So now you got to have somebody get hurt for the right team, for the right scenario situation. You know what I mean? For him to have even been maybe get back to a start. Or if he stayed in San Fran mm-hmm. before they decided to get go get uh, 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 Guapolo, Glockers Island. Island, would somebody have gotten hurt before he got a start and again? He lost his job to Gabbard. You know, would he have had a chance to, to gain it back? But we don't know. I mean, maybe if he stayed around and Shanahan got there, Shanahan likes to have a mobile quarterback. Mm-hmm. So maybe it would have worked out for him if he had, you know, you, you, but all these variables, right. he has no control of it. You see what I'm saying? So even for the people who kind of want to maybe show, well, yeah, if he, you know, Muhammad Ali lost three years, came back on the title, that's that's an individual sport. There's very few individual sports where you control golf, tennis, boxing. Everything else is team-related. There are a lot of different variables that are moving around, especially at the quarterback position in which, you know, um, it's the most important important position on the in, in the organization, even if you a trash quarterback, you, and we'll get to that when we struggle later. You know what I mean? Even if you a trash quarterback, you're, you're, the commodity of a quarterback is so high. You don't teams don't play around with 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 moving you with moving those pieces around so much. So he was never going to be in control of his destiny before he started taking the kneel. So I don't understand if he had the 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 the, the foresight, the the taking this on to realize. Hey, this is a strong possibility. The only person that we know he talked to, he talked to to a a, 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 a former ranger, military mm-hmm. ranger, who suggested taking the knee because. But I don't that hear shows him. More but, respect. Yeah, but I don't. Hear, I didn't hear him going back and talking to the Tommy Smiths and to the and 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 to you know, Muhammad Ali's folks and really understanding what can happen to you when you take this posture. And the two people I you know, uh, uh, Tommy Smith, he lost his. He lost his track and field career. So you know, you 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 when you become a martyr, you lose something. He lost his football life. I don't like the comparison to the Muhammad Ali because Muhammad Ali. Correct me if I'm wrong with the jail. Oh, what the shit? Listen, correct me. Am I wrong? No, 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 okay. no. So no, you, you cannot compare that. I'm I was just, sorry, I, I was in just jail. Saying, can you earn money in jail? No, no. I was. No, Do no. you get endorsements I was, while you? I was in just, no, I'm just saying. For I was those just saying the, that, the athletic part. I, 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 right. I'm not saying he Muhammad Ali by no means. We, we gotta wait till he. <laughs> we gotta wait till he, he. old and young, and this all plays out if he continues to go on and do things. Right. Excuse me. Things in the community and whatnot. He got it's time before he gets to that level. But I'm just saying, I'm saying three years, three years as far as. But no, no, no. You you absolutely right. Muhammad Ali, forget losing your money or whatever. He, he lost his freedom. Free. He lost his freedom. He went to jail. Yeah. Did Muhammad Ali have endorsements in jail? No. Did he have Nike or, no. or at that time Puma or Adidas. No. Did people, any of them come to people, him? People giving him money and food like so because he was broke. <laughs> right? Could he sustain his family at no. all? No. So 
I don't like that comparison then. I get it. Um, I Ali when it comes and, to that. And I don't because mind standing being critical on that one. He did not sacrifice to that degree. Yeah. Now, we'll have to see going forward what he does. But at this point, let's stop that comparison for those who have said that. And I'm not saying you. For those who have brought in Muhammad Ali, he hasn't sacrificed And, and, and I, again, I'm only. He sacrificed I, once again his football life, yeah. his some of his playing career in that level. Could and he it, have gone to the CFL, showed out, yeah. and then that would have really rubbed the nose of the NFL to say, yeah. look at this man throwing for 400 yards in, in two quarters. How can y'all not have him in the league? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at that point, then your argument becomes more and more potent to where it moves from the 98% to now you're doing the 99.9% that are even the ones that say, you know, oh, well, I don't think he still got Oh, he got it. I can't admit it, but yeah. he still got it. You're moving that needle again to putting pressure more so on the NFL. Now, I understand that there was so many different trust issues on both sides and all that, but again. He has to give, though. You got to give something. That's why I said you got to give. You can't, again, you, you call well, it. A, you, I, I, you I, I want to know you, why. You call, you call it an interview, and I'm saying. Or whatever. whatever, whatever we'll we'll call it an interview. It was I, a workout. It was I can't, literally a workout. But it's still an interview. Even yep. if it's a workout, I can't tell the trainer that I want to be at one location and then decide, you know what, trainer, I'm not going to use you. I'm going to call another trainer, and I'm going to go to a different location. I, I'm pissing somebody off. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I, you know what I mean? I'm, making, I'm not so making. You can't tell me he had uh, well, six, seven, eight receivers, whatever the case. Um Somebody had to open up the school on that Saturday. Who did all this planning not to say, okay, we got the school, we got this. Hey, let's notify these people that are about to land and come here to say, hey, it's going to be here now. There's, if that's what you that, wanted that, to do. That was the, what he basically did when he did that was the equivalent of a middle finger. Yes. But again, and, it would have been so much easier to stand at Flowery Branch at 2.30 and say, I got two issues. I need two of my people to film it, and we want this contract. I'm right here. You see I'm in workout clothes. I'm ready to go. I'll even throw the ball in the parking lot 60 yards just to show you I'm ready and say, let's get these two things ironed out right now, and then we can all go in here and be done with it. Well, maybe maybe he should have called Terrell Owens and had him lifting weights in the parking lot. In the parking lot. <laughs> Do that, but show that you're there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I know this is all BS NFL, but I'm going to meet you on your BS by standing right here and saying, as soon as this is done, we can all go inside. But again, my bottom line is, I DC more. I get it. Because the bottom line is, should he be in the NFL? Yes. We're still skipping over why all of this took place. So until those two things are continuing to be addressed, I don't care. that's it. <laughs> I'm done. I, I don't have anything else either. <laughs> We're going to go to break. We come back. We got more NFL to discuss. Let's discuss uh, some of these suspensions that came out this week. This is DNA Sports Talk. It's 1100 AM. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Real 1100 AM, Atlanta's Real Sports and Entertainment Talk Radio. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds. 
and go to the best New Orleans-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A in DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. Hey. I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at MurfinettiFashions.MyBigCommerce.com And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWE 1100 AM. Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk where we bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so once again. 404-603-8770. So let me call in also live on Periscope as well as Facebook. Uh, we just finished our discussion about Kaepernick. Make sure you go back and find that on all of our social media platforms and, and it will be podcasted as well. If you're having problems with Periscope, I think something's going on on Periscope side, just slide Periscope, over to the next. get it together. Slide over to the next channel, which is Facebook. <laughs> slide over to the Facebook Live page. <laughs> DNA Sports Talk uh, is the Facebook page. You'll, you'll see that you can see us there running smoothly. <laughs> running Chris Rops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's go NFL. Thursday night, with the what eight seconds left in the go, eight seconds left to go in the game. Excuse me, the Steelers and Browns begin a 
semi little melee between still a quarterback, Mason Rudolph, um, defensive end for the Browns, Miles Garrett. Also involved was the Browns defensive tackle, Ogonjibi. Did I say his name right? Larry. We call him Larry. <laughs> call him by his first name, Larry. <laughs> and um, the Steelers center, uh, Steelers center uh, Pouncey. Mason Rudolph tried to take the helmet off of Miles Garrett on the potential sack. After that, Miles t- took his helmet off while he was being um, pushed back by one of the uh, two of the offensive guards. Guard one of them being Pouncey. Right. He swung the helmet and hit uh, Rudolph on top of the head. Then Pouncey proceeded to jump on Garrett while he was down, throwing a few blows and then kicking him. And then that's when Larry came and pushed Rudolph at that point. So because of all of that, Garrett got suspended indefinitely. Not sure how long that will be. More than likely the end of the year. Some are saying maybe into next year. But he will have an appeals process that will take place this coming Wednesday. And that's the reason why I'm surprised they didn't go like eight games, which bleeds into next year. Because most time when you go to the appeal, they cut games off. So instead, he, if, he's you don't getting, know. if he's getting six, they're cutting four. They, they might cut two off, he has four. Or they might hold a six. Right. But no, nothing was said. It just says indefinitely. So there is no... We don't know how many games that's going to yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I but mean, this is unusual because he's going to appeal in person, which I think he should, to appeal in person for something like this to figure out how many games he's going to get. And, you got to plead your case. And plead your case, which everyone is allowed to do. Regardless to what suspension comes down, everyone is allowed an appeal process based on the um, NFLPA and how they constituted everything. Uh, Pouncey got suspended three games. Uh, Larry got one, and your boy Mason Rudolph only got a, a fine. Thirty-five k, I think so, and ninety-six dollars. Don't forget the ninety-six dollars. Thirty-five thousand. Ninety-six dollars. Okay. <laughs> That's like saying it twenty-two cents. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. yeah, I don't know. Uh, you agree with this? First of all, how? If you were commissioner, what would your fines be? Not what we think they were going to be. If you were commissioner, what, what would your what, 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 what would my discipline? What be? would your discipline have? I, been? I I I have only only person that would have a fine. With they left out to me that should have a, a suspension is Randolph Mason Randolph should get a game. Um, whenever you're involved in the fight, you're involved in the fight. So I I told you this this one thing. So I'm gonna tell you my what listen to everybody and what brought this what brought to my mind. You remember uh, Eddie Murphy in Raw? Mm-hmm. Remember he had the story about his father. He told his father he went to a club and he got hit in the mouth and looked mm-hmm. like Jimmy Walker. Yeah. And his father, usually in these stories, was always tipsy or about to get there. <laughs> but he always had something real that made you stop and think. And in this case, he was like, had to do something right. for the dude to hit you in Jim the mouth. <laughs> so, you know, you didn't walk in the club and then you ain't do nothing and the person decided to punch you. There's, whenever there's whenever there's altercation, the, both both parties are dirty at some point. Both parties Something. are dirty. So, in this case, I'm gonna go a little further back. Now I know the, these this person won't be allowed to be uh, punished or whatever. But I blame Pittsburgh for still throwing the ball with eight <laughs> seconds left. Calling it, they 
calling you got to call a play, right? But you don't call a play as if you still have a chance to win the game. You ain't throwing a 10, 15 yard out to the sideline, wanting to preserve time. After well, this, I mean, he had thrown four picks. Maybe he wanted to see one completion. After this fool had already he thrown. He wanted four. to see one completion. Oh, I see it in practice. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you don't, you don't. And, and that brought me to my, we were we driving down to the Auburn-Georgia game. I remember when we went to the Georgia-Auburn game, Cam and Murray were the quarterbacks. And Georgia was down 17 points with a minute and a half to go. And they kept throwing the ball with Murray. And we were like. You keep throwing this ball with Murray. At some point, the defense is going going to go ahead and tattoo and, him. And, tattoo him. and sure enough, D4. they ta- <laughs> they tattooed him, and then the whole Georgia offensive line got upset. But I blame the uh, I blame the um, the coordinator. Why are you still you throwing play? the ball? There's certain plays that you throw the white flag up and draw a play, a pitch out. You know what I mean? Something. Short, short but I'm not. I'm something. not. Don't be coming back trying to do a wide receiver or running back screen because you're trying or, to get or deep because you're trying to get chunks of yards. You know what I mean? Because you put your quarterback or your you know in danger. The quarterbacks, like I said in the previous segment, are high commodities. Even when they trash, they are high commodities still. And in this case, man, Mason's trash on a lot of different levels. So, um, but as a commissioner. I have no problem with, because at the end of the day, everybody, this is this is a given. You can't turn the helmet into a weapon. Um, so him getting an indefinite suspension, which more than likely will be probably, at the end of the day, I would go eight games. If um, you were you would go eight games. Eight games. I give him so six, six and then, and then two, two, for next, two year. next year. Just to send a message, because I want this to be realized when the season starts again. Oh, don't forget you what, know, happened I, what, what happened last year. You know, so... Or and then if I go to arbitration or whatever, then maybe I could talk him down to Too one easy. game, only losing the one game of, of next year. Of next year. But, I'm, he, but definitely he, in, he, at least one game next year. Uh, definitely one game. Okay. I have no problem with everybody. I have no problem with Ponzi. Let Ponzi go and, and talk his three down to one. I have no problem with that because that's probably what's going to happen. Ponzi might be able to talk his game down to at least at least. Since talk. he was defending his quarterback. Yeah, he kept he. When Ponzi messed up. We started kicking kick him. him. As long as he was throwing blows, he would have been fine. He would have got the one game and would have been all right. But you start kicking, you 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 go over the board too. Um, I have no problem with Larry. Larry pushing him, <laughs> Pu- pushing the pushing the guy from behind. That's coward. That's bush league. Right. Um, but Mason, you can't you can't walk away with thirty five thousand dollars and 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 ask if you didn't do anything. At you know, I would have given. I'm okay with Larry getting one game because again. The, the, Player's helmet is off. Yeah, and like you say, they they got red jerseys on quarterbacks now. You pushed them from behind. Like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, if he got in your face or whatever, yeah, yeah, maybe. That's but, different. But, but from behind, you can't push yeah, from that's, behind. That, that's, that's one game. That's count. <laughs> Ponzi, uh, I'm gonna give him two games because you can't kick anybody. I, I I can't stand fights in the NFL because everybody has on so much protecting and helmets. Like you do more damage to yourself. Than you do the other person because of all the protective gear that you had on. So the fact that you were sitting there swinging, okay, but like you say, once you start kicking, that's different. Yeah, kicking gets you two games. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Mason Rudolph for three games. Two because you kicked. You kicked a man in the groin area, whether it was intentional or not. You're trying to get him on off of you. You're still kicking. You could continue to push, like you did, or you're trying to rip the man's helmet off. That deserves at least a couple of games suspension. Now, for Garrett, I got to go five games because 
you pull the man's helmet off, which is the two games, which is the same as I would give Mason for trying to trying to pull yours off, mm-hmm. and for kicking you, which provoked you. Yeah, which set you off. Which sets you off. But it still doesn't excuse you swinging a helmet at a person who doesn't, you know, period. Does they have, have a on. helmet on or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. But especially if they don't have one on. So I got to go five games with that because someone else instigated. You overreacted to a place that you shouldn't have. So that, that warrants five games. And also because you had already gotten fine and possible suspension earlier. So this Jets, was your third time. Yeah, the Jets quarterback, Simeon, was, I think, you know, Borderline, but he had that, and then he had another incident yeah. after that. That you know, he got fired. So I got to send another message. You're not learning from the first suspension yeah. or the second one, so now you need to be suspended longer. And if some people say six for the end of the year, okay, I don't, I wouldn't go until the following year just because you were provoked. If Rudolph had not tried to rip his helmet off or kick him in the groin, and we don't know what he might have said, and what he, and that's the other point. We don't know what he said, what he called him, or yeah. who he talked about. Yeah. It's, you can't say the N-word. You can't talk about a man's mama. You can't talk about you can't spit the in his door. Face. Right. <laughs> it's a certain thing. I'll spit in his face. Yeah. Those are signs of disrespect. Uh, I was talking to somebody the other day. I said, would you rather somebody slap you or punch you? Rather you punch me. Because a slap is not intent to, to hurt you. It's a sign yeah. of disrespect. disrespect. Yeah. yeah. So at that point, you know, you don't know what took place, so it could have been something that was said that was disrespectful that caused mm-hmm. him to go off that, you know, point and level. Not excusing him no. swinging the and helmet that, at all. And, and, and I think and, that's and, what so many people that I that I was watching over the weekend were going to either, you know, two different extremes. And it's you can't say that because you think that it should only be five or six games that you're supporting what he did. That's what so many of the people in the media that don't get that, okay, just because those are people, I don't think he should those, have those, this much of a fine doesn't mean I agree with what he did. Because those are people who ain't never been in the fight. Those are people who ain't <laughs> never been past the middle part of the school bus. No, for real. Those, those are a lot of, and a lot of, fo- a lot of folks they that get online. The the they, ain't, they ain't never been to the back of the bus. They, they ain't never, they never went to school the last day of school. They, because they, because it all best off. Of yeah, and I, school. and I remember what you said six months ago, and I was gonna wait till the end. Of, they, they ain't never, they ain't never had that kind of experience. You know what I mean? So you got the Mason Rudolphs who think that because I didn't get the helmet off, that that doesn't deserve to get my head handed to me. To me. Right. You know what I mean? Because Back to my back of the bus scenario. You, you go- provoked it. Whether you instigated or not, you provoked it. If he had got off and tried to rip his helmet off and didn't, and then fell back, none of this happens, but he ran toward him. He, Why are you he, running towards somebody when you don't have a helmet on? He, he, uh, and he, he was being restrained by two guys. Yeah. You the quarterback, fall back. Yeah. So you did what you did, fall back. Then I would understand the thirty-five, just thirty-five. Yeah, 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 but, but you can't. Like I said, no continue one continue to instigate and provoke the situation. Two people fighting everybody dirty. <laughs> At some point, you know. So then, where I come from, did you win? <laughs> you know what I mean. So you know, if you gonna get, if you gonna get in all this trouble, Asa, did you at least win? <laughs> you know what I mean. If you well, guy well, was it worth it? Did you have? Did, so. But to, but to your point, those most of those folks ain't never been, never grew up that way, never, or you know, never lived in that kind of, I say, environment. You know what I mean? 
a cultural difference in 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 a, an environment as far as how we look at those type of altercations and whatnot. The other part that what you might be getting about to get into is we have this distinct thing about football players because it's eighty percent African American that all of a sudden guys are supposed to lose their whole career, go to jail, and never make a dime again in their life. Whereas in, in other sports, yeah. um, in, in other sports, you know. Uh, it's encouraged. It's encouraged. It's, like, it's some are encouraged, like hockey. They get a medal. They, they get a medal of courage. They get a medal. A medal of courage in, in other sports. Hockey is a medal hockey, of courage. You sit in a uh, penalty box for a few minutes. Baseball polices themselves. They police themselves for the most part. For the most part. And again, you look at. We'll start with baseball. If you look at that, someone hits a home run. They do a black by back flip. Yeah. The next person coming up knows that they're going to see a 99-mile-hour fastball in the upper region of their body. Yeah. That's going to brush them back. If it's not that particular player that's coming up, it's the player who did the bat flip. That same game or two games later. Whenever it's going to take place. Yeah. But you know it's coming because it's an unwritten rule yeah. that you don't – it's a sportsmanship. You don't show up a person. You can – you can celebrate, but it's to a certain but, extent. But, but even with that, though, baseball uh, pitchers should get get taught more about because I'm going to hit a guy. It's almost like I'm going to shoot a guy. If I shoot him below the waist, it ain't intentional. I ain't trying to kill him. I'm trying to maim him. Right. If I, if I come above the waist into the head, I have I have ill intent. Ill intent. So if I'm throwing 99 mile per hour to brush you off, but I'm throwing it like you said high and in. I got ill intent. <laughs> You know what I mean? There's no and for anybody who's talking about old oh, baseball and 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 basketball and baseball and football are totally different. Yeah, you're right. But I dare any one of y'all to go into a a, a batting a batting cage and put it on medium. I don't know, not slow, not fast. Put it on medium and let me tell you if you want to get hit by that sucker wisdom by you, you, you. And all you got on is a is a little ear hole. Ear hole protecting <laughs> so you. So you. I, it's a deadly weapon. It's coming off nine nine. Listen, everybody don't remember that that bird that got hit by uh, <laughs> uh, Rick, uh Johnson. Randy, Randy Johnson. Johnson. Bird exploded in, <laughs> in fifteen pieces on live TV. Again, baseball is, is different from football in that respect because it, it's it's a lot. So, and a lot of times you'll see that brush back pitch. Umpire comes out, warns both sides. Hey, yeah. the next person that does it. They're tossed immediately. It's not yeah. even a question. We still seen baseball players well, yeah. come up and say, "I know I'm gonna get tossed. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it because I'm taking up for my but guy." See, I would say they get a, they get a badge of courage. Yeah. They get a medal of honor. And it's like, hey, I know why he did it. But yeah. again, you could have given this man a huge concussion if you throwing that ball and he hits yeah, his right. head and kill him. Place. I just said you saw that bird blow up <laughs> fifteen hundred pieces. So the same thing with football. I understand that you cannot swing that helmet because in, in football there's 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 a code among the guys. You don't do anything to end somebody's career. Career, you don't go below. You don't go below the waist. You, you, you don't go right. for knees. You you try to take somebody out, but you don't want to end their career. Yeah. So do I want to attack you to where I, I you know you can't come back for the rest of the game, the series? Yeah, I want to do something physical. It's a violent game, but I'm not trying to take away your livelihood yeah, because yeah. that's the code among all of them, mm-hmm. and that's why you know. If he does get suspended the rest of the year, I'm okay because swinging a helmet on somebody, you're you're trying to take away that person's livelihood. Yeah. But let's not act like this is brand new to the NFL. How many times has uh, Sue stomped on somebody's face a helmet? 
how many times uh that used to be a regular curse in the 60s <laughs> right your boy Hainsworth, yeah. uh you know with the cleats cleats on somebody in the over his forehead then you had your boy they showed a clip of um uh andre johnson who took off uh the cornerback's helmet and swung it at him and you know he grazed him he didn't hit him he only got a couple of game suspension so don't act like this is beyond anything we've ever seen before don't jump to that conclusion we just ain't seen it on, we just ain't seen it on the only game on 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 for the that's week that's all it is it's, it's optimal monday night if it had been on a regular sunday well, people would have saw highlights of so, it yeah it wouldn't have been, been but everybody got to watch it from the beginning to the very end and and you know, I it played out in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah. And people were forgetting also again, you know, every team, every game in the NFC North is a rivalry. No matter if you owe in sixteen, period. Yeah, yeah. Every every game, and I mean the AFC North. I apologize. If this was the Chiefs and Raiders, I would expect it the same thing. Yeah. If this was Bears and Packers, I would expect it. I wouldn't have been surprised. If this was your Redskins and Cowboys, you know, those rivalries, Saints and Falcons, which we'll get into. Those kind of things bring more, more attention, more awareness, more bad blood than any other game that you will probably play that particular year. Kitchens make it the rest of the year? No. And it's not from this particular incident. It's just from the series of events. Go back to being a coordinator. I don't have any problems with him being a coordinator. He's going to be a coordinator with somebody else. He's going to be a coordinator. But so not maybe, everybody's maybe, meant to be a head coach. Maybe, maybe him and Dan Quinn get together. But um, Speaking of which, let's go there. Falcons and Chiefs. Uh, I mean, Falcons and um, Panthers. Panthers, thank you. Now they have 17 total sacks for the year, if I'm correct. Yeah. It was All of the two games. It was seven. <laughs> Yeah. They got six against the they got six, six against the Saints and five five so eleven so yeah eleven got, all of them two games basically because it took them ten games to get to six right this is more indicative of Dan Quinn not being a head coach and for some to say not even a defensive coordinator now now that you Raheem Morris some of the Raheem Morris and other right, people you they've done a great job of getting prepared indeed indeed interviews. <laughs> I mean, and uh, granted, let's be honest, Falcons could stand with the division but won't make the playoffs. But it just goes to show you again, when it comes to rivalries and especially in division, records go and come. The familiarity with the players and who's on the other side comes into play. But again, you got to put together a solid defensive scheme to have not given up a um, what they gave it up one touchdown in those two games? No, no touchdown. No touchdown. Thank you. No, no touchdown. touchdown. They gave up games. three field goals, nine points to, um, <laughs> to New Orleans, and New three Orleans. points to to the Panthers. That's not just oh, I'm familiar. Well, with it helps. That team. That, now it helps, it, but it's more. You got to put together a solid scheme. I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a little bit of a homer. A little bit of not even homer. I'm gonna be a little bit of a <laughs> of a hater since I've been called that before. But I was I was impressed against. New Orleans that they did that to Breeze there. I'm gonna come off the meter a little bit. It's it's Allen that was But three points though. Like it, even in garbage time when you see yeah, yeah. playing prevent defense, he could have easily got, got a touchdown got in there or something, yeah. right? And made it twenty nine to ten or something. <coughs> but the defense held fast even to that level. Okay. <coughs> so Looking at Carolina, what do you do about Cam now? Hey, man, talk to him. <laughs> Reconsider. Hold a literature on the subject. 
Hold your heart, Carolina. Hold your heart. <laughs> hold your heart, Carolina. Hold your heart. <laughs> All they talk about, Allen, 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 Allen. And now Cam is like, here's, mm. here's, <coughs> here's what the problem, Carolina. Cam Newton is the opposite of Dan Marino. And what I mean by that is Dan Marino, his whole career had wide receivers galore, never had a running back. Cam Newton, for the majority of his career, has only had fiestes for a little bit. <coughs> right. And the next, and the next best wide receiver is the tight end, Olsen. Olsen. He's never. So don't sit there and tell me Funches, Funches, um, uh, Kelvin Benjamin, Benjamin, um, my man that's down there back in that down in New Orleans now, who who they converted from a kick returner to, uh, um, ah. Oh, I know who you're talking about too. That's 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 how <laughs> good of, that you can't that's, call how, his name. that's how good of a wide receiver he is. We can't call his name. Oh. Uh, so he's never had. Now he's had running backs. He's had running backs uh, uh, galore. You know. So you know. Even now with um, I like to call him White Lightning. Um, McCaffrey. McCaffrey. So he's had that. That's why I say he's the opposite of Dan Marino. Dan Marino never had a running back his whole career. And Cam for the most part of his career. And the reason why he won the MVP, other than them going 15 and 1, 14 and 2, or whatever it was, he made those non known wide receivers look elite for that year. So, um, um, Carolina needs to address that. They tried to, they tried to with Benjamin, and Benjamin wound up being a bust. But, um, yeah, that didn't work out at you all. You know. To Allen's defense, Ted I guess. Ted Ginn Jr. Yeah, Ted Ginn Jr. I had to yeah, think of yeah. it. <laughs> and that was when he had uh, Jericho Cotri too. Again, t- tell me any of these guys, <laughs> any of these guys, number one wide receivers, none of them. None they of ain't them. even number two. Uh, that, so he's never had, he's never had, he's never been able to have a compliment, a, comp- a compliment to him. So you, if you want to go to Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers for a long period of time, he had Cobb and 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 Jody. You know what I mean? He he had wide receivers that were there for several years. And that what's were, his name? That's on um, Fox a lot now. Um, oh oh oh! Um, uh, I can see his face now too. We both going about that. I know. <laughs> he, he, he's had guys for four or five, six seasons that were one a one number one receivers or one a receivers. Or you know, he had a plethora of receivers. You can go to um, Tom Brady, the early part of his years. Now Tom Brady is getting accolades these last few years because he is taking no no names, no names you know what I mean? Um, but there's a system there. Um, uh, Peyton Manning. He didn't have a defense. No, but I'm saying he had why he had a wide receiver core that <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that grew with him. You know, so um, but Cam's Wayne. Cam's never had that, and especially in a passing league. Now you, you know you would assume you could get one wide receiver. Somebody. That's the reason it just why it doesn't pan out for whatever reason. That's the reason why I thought when AB was a, was available that Carolina should have took a chance for one year only to go get AB. And I granted, it, glad they didn't do that because of what you wind up doing. But you, you feel what I'm saying? The mindset was to give your your A one quarterback a A one wide receiver. So and that um, takes the pressure off. We saw what Dallas did in their playoff run uh, last year when they, they got in um, Cooper in. Cooper in. Yeah. It took the pressure off of Witten and Dak Hamilton. Well, you well now you got to now you got to roll your defense to the number one wide receiver, right? You got to you roll can't your, just leave. And so now you're now you're number two, you're two, 
is going to look like a number one because he's not getting double covered. He's now going to be on a on a linebacker. He's going to be on that lower end safety or DB or whatever. He's right. not he's not getting the the, the the number one corner on the other team side. I said that about going back in the Falcons history, Pillis Price. He was never a number two, but they brought him in as a number one yeah. because he always looked good because you had under Reed on, on the other side, side. taking <laughs> taking Take away. Yeah. So you always look good at that point. It's only a handful of them that are number one that. Or true number one, regardless. I'm gonna say who's who, who, was in Cincinnati. We always thought he was a number. No, he, he a number one. Look what he's doing over there. But Chad, Chad Johnson was rolling the defense over there. Exactly. So Hoosh was always on a lower tier corner DB linebacker. He was always on somebody that could not cover him for a long period. And then when he wound up leaving, and I think he went to Baltimore, and then we ain't hear from him no more. Right. Because <laughs> so, now you're expected to be a number one. That's why we talked about Juju. Uh, could he step in as a number one? Yeah. I mean, granted, he's been hurt, so we'll have to see uh, next year. Can he really fulfill that role when he's healthy? But it's a lot of pressure being a number one. Yep. Because you don't get the passes. Are you able to to deal with that? Number, number one is you can't have an ego. Yeah. You have to be a Julio Jones. You you have you or can't Larry have Fitzgerald. an ego. Oh, right, Larry Fitzgerald. You can't have an ego. Well, Cooper, of, in that I gotta Coop, be. Cooper's not a. He's not a rah rah guy. Right. You you can't be like I didn't get these touches or like with Julio, you can have fifteen hundred yards, but you're only getting five touchdowns because you know when it gets in the red zone, we have to go somewhere else so, because they definitely double cover you now. Yeah. So if you have that kind of mentality, you'll work well as number one. Now I ask you this: Looking at the Falcons, uh, got to give a congratulations to Matt Ryan, tenth all time in passing, uh, just past Warren Moon. Is he going to be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, 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 yeah. You got him in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I mean, yes, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Yards are yards are yards. Now, granted, we can have. I'm about to say now. We can have the more passing yards now. You know, the ball is thrown around a lot more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Play like, devil's advocate. No, man. no, I'm about to play devil out of my own. <laughs> like, he'll be in the Hall of Fame, right? Granted, to get to that. But then, when people are like, where, where will you place him? Warren Moon will always be, the old school quarterbacks will always be above the new school quarterback. Just because of the rule changes. Correct. So, I. I but that doesn't take away from him getting Exactly. The no, the, the rules are the rules when he came in. It's not his fault they changed the rules or whatever. But that doesn't make you better than the guy who had to throw into a tighter window because I, because I could used to be able to have a and guy. The game was more running. At that and point. you couldn't know. And you, 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 you wide receiver. Check. No, you couldn't come across the middle. <laughs> who, who gonna come across the middle? Now if I come across and I hit you with the shoulder, you getting a fifteen yard pass. Jokers used to come across the middle and you'd be on the sideline for two plays, and then you would think about going back there again. You, that's why you just developed this disease called alligator arms because you wasn't gonna. Go. I think he gets in. Because anything, anytime you're top ten at something, yeah. and you look at the people of, ahead of you and the people below you, if they're in or not, you're going to get in. The second thing is he got an MVP. Yeah, I, yeah he and he made a Super Bowl. It, it, he made a Super Bowl. Those two things puts him in there. Yeah. Now, had he not had an MVP, that means you were not even the best quarterback yeah. doing all your playing period. No, you don't get in. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that you were recognized as the best player that year, where the Drew Brees was still playing, the Tom Brady's was still playing, um, the Russell Wilsons were still playing, the Aaron Rodgers was still playing. Hey, if you're, if they said you were the best player and the best quarterback during that period, then yes, you're in. Here's, plus the numbers. Here's, here's who I'm going to compare Matt Ryan to, and there's nothing wrong with <clears throat> who I'm comparing him to. 
and he might be slightly better, but this is the field that I put him in. Matt Ryan is Dan Fouts. You look at Dan yeah. Fouts. Then uh, Dan Fouts put up put up numbers. He fell in love with um, the t- you know he kind of re- you know helped revolutionize the tight end, becoming more of a wide receiver than a than just a blocking a extra lineman. Right. Um, he went head to head with the Marinos and those guys. He, he made it to an AFC championship and wound up having to play in the coldest day ever um, in Cincinnati as far as, you know, from a, a warm-weather town to play in that Six-time game. Six-time Pro Bowler. And mul- that's, that's enough. And, and multiple Pro Bowls. So, Mul- I, right. And, and you start look at the numbers, in an era in which throwing the ball around was, was frowned upon, it was more of a, a – It was a, called gimmick. It was a gimmick. Yeah. So – I'm I'm gonna give him the Dan Fouts treatment, and I like Dan Fouts, so that's that's my Matt Ryan equivalent. And Matt Ryan has Dan four Fouts. Pro Bowl appearances, four Pro Bowls. No, so I guess he's that's slightly he better than Dan Fouts because he made a Super Bowl um, and has an MVP. And has an MVP. But you know when we start when when it eventually gets down to what numbers you put when you put guys on, on you know one to twelve, one to fifteen, or whatever that's all a totally time. Different, I don't know, yeah, I know. That's totally I'm just saying right. he'll be either right above Dan Fouts or right below. Him. That's why I say he's the Dan Fouts. Yeah. Right. See, I don't hate on Matt Ryan. I don't either. This is DNA Sport Dogs. <laughs> <11. laughs> we got press sports coming up at the top of the hour when we come back from this break. See you in a minute. <laughs> You're listening to The Real 1100 AM, Atlanta's Real Sports and Entertainment Talk Radio. You're tuned into WWE Peakville AM 1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Don, the D and DNA. Make sure you check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time through TuneIn Radio, iRadio Now, and iHeartRadio. And make sure you check out DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than just a Hawks, Falcons, or Braves fan, get the latest and greatest sports news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NCAA, and NFL news and highlights. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. 
Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Hey, I'm Murphinetti. You can say Murphinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murphinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murphinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murphinetti Collections at murphinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don of DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 4460387 is the number to call in. 888 is the toll free number. Uh, Facebook is working fairly fairly well, working pretty good. Uh, Periscope. Might be having a little issues. It's, yeah, but, uh, just slide over from Periscope and change the channel. <laughs> over if to you want to see it visually. Yeah. There you go. Um, We'll see what happens uh, with our prep sports in a minute. Um, let's go to NASCAR. Uh, congratulations to Kyle Busch, who won Homestead down in Miami. That's his second career. Sprint Cup championship. He led uh, 120 laps. <coughs> Excuse me. And fought off Martin Truex Jr., who could have won back-to-back uh, Sprint Cup championships. Surprise. Yeah, I had Harvick, <coughs> I had Harvick or Truex Jr. Mm-hmm. winning it, so um, I was was surprised with the. Uh, but I guess who I'm more impressed is um, um, Joe Gibbs racing. Joe, I, I, Joe, <laughs> back, I need come back to your race. Joe, please. I need you to go back to DC, baby. You, got, <laughs> you ain't got nothing to prove in racing no more. It's like it's like your fifth one. You ain't got nothing to prove. I need you to match your uh, your football hand with your racing <laughs> hand. I need you to come back, get two down in the, in the D.C. area. But that's who I'm really impressed with is just, you know, Kyle Busch winning, but also just Joe Gibbs racing. Um, he was basically dominant all season, the Joe Gibbs racing. Yeah, they were. Um, so um, for them to... Finishing one, two, three in one of the um, uh, races, I want to say Kansas, but it was, uh, yeah, he, he go, Joe Gibbs had one, two, three at that particular point yeah, in so. that particular day. Um, I, I am, I, I was expecting Truex Jr. to win. I thought he was going to go back-to-back. I thought Denny Hamlin was going to race well. Um, he finished 11th, I want to say, and just never could really get going. But it was, you could tell during the race it was going to come down to those two. Um, as mentioned, Bush led 120 laps, and Truex Jr. led 105 of the total 267. So it was going to be a two-man race, and it was that pit stop um, 
during lap 120 that kind of cost Truex uh, a few seconds, which is why he finished a little, a little over four seconds behind Kyle Busch, who eventually won. So at this point, Kyle Busch is the only person outside of Jimmy Johnson who is actively racing that has more than one Sprint Cup championship, yeah. which is impressive in in NASCAR at this point where NASCAR has now gotten to the point of golf where you have different drivers winning each year. It's not Tiger coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, which is good for the sport. Which is good for the sport. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson is no longer the dominant person. So now, now that it's over, I'm giving Jimmy Johnson that Tiger smoke now. Okay. Oh, oh about time. He will never... Win another one. Still ain't learned though. I still ain't learned. It might help Jimmy out. You probably turn <laughs> around like, and win Homestead, come out the box, you're going to win. You're going to start Daytona. Go Daytona. Daytona box. Going to start the season off hot. Just because you're talking about he never. Jimmy, JJ, I'm sorry, but you'll never win another championship again. Time to tell that man to buy out. Tell that man to buy The booth is ready. The booth is ready. We got a seat right here for you, Jimmy. So you come in here and uh, discuss some NASCAR with us. But I, 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 he's, again, this is why I'm saying it, because he's paralleling that Tiger here, where we automatically assumed that Jimmy was going to be in that Final Four. We pretty much had him a 75% favorite to win the championship because he was so dominant. It was basically Jimmy or the field, yeah, yeah. just like it was Tiger or the field. But now we're starting to see a change of the guards where guys here and there are winning. Again, Truex, I mean, um, Kyle Busch is the only – two-time champion that's currently racing. That means, you know, it's been spread out over the last 15 years. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. anyone is up to winning it now. He had his, his dominant we, run. We there. had Denny. But they did change the rules, though. He still they go because they changed the rules on him. No, they did. Just the same with Tiger. They yeah. changed the rules. Changed the rules. They added stages. And all right. <laughs> they added different stages, correct, to try and, I guess, simulate more aggressive driving. Without the wrecks, but it, it led to, I mean, you're going to have those regardless to how it takes place, but it has added a different feel to it to where you get to that point, you get points going toward the playoffs yeah. for winning different stages, whether you win the race or not. But they didn't take away the fact that if you race, you're in. Yeah. I mean, if you win a, win, win a race, you're automatically in. That gets you an automatic berth, which I think is good, which I think will continue going forward. I would like to see do something about these stages. I I'm not a fan of the stages. Well, we know how you pure, basically starting cold and restarting again. Yeah, we know the purists aren't fans of it because the purists are you run until you need um, uh, gas, you need tires, you know, slight slight adjustments, and you're right back out there again on the track. There's no cold reset and restart again so to speak and I think but I will give NASCAR credit I'm, I'm sure they've done the numbers and they'll probably go with it one more year and if it doesn't work out they'll scrap it yeah. and go to something else yeah. NASCAR and NHL are the best at trying something giving it a fair run to see if it works now if it's just garbage and doesn't work at all then they'll, they'll scrap it immediately, immediately yeah. but I I think more so the stages will be fine-tuned somehow going into next year. We'll see what happens during this offseason. But got to give a big congratulations to Kyle Busch on winning Homestead and winning the Sprint Cup Championship. Now, 
looking forward, you've already predicted Jimmy Johnson is going to win that. Nah, I, I'm just saying the way you done said never. <laughs> you kind of give him that hope. But I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with uh, I'm sticking with uh, with Harvard. Harvard, who finished third at the final standings. I'm, uh, st- I'm sticking with Harvard next year, having a great year again. Hamlin did finish fourth overall, and then Lagana was fifth overall in the final playoff stand. But JJ did, you know, he did drive decent yesterday. Yeah. He's I'm, done. Never. I, I'm not saying never. Never. But I'm just saying since you said never. Never. You know the the Daytona is the one you want to win. I if you Tiger, Tiger had to win the Masters. Masters, right? The one race that Jimmy would have to win and go ahead and solidify. To say that he's back, back he has a good chance. Got to be Daytona 500. Got to win it right out the box. The Super Bowl of NASCAR immediately. So you you, you think you're giving him that negative energy? You might be. <laughs> Putting that, putting that positive out there for him. Oh, see, there you go. I, I'm, I'm just saying, it, it is what it is. But I'm just, I'm, I'm surprised it took you two seasons to bring the. Uh, <laughs> I, I started to give him some of the smoke earlier yeah, when he, bit. when he didn't make the playoffs. Give him a puff. I gave. <laughs> <laughs> but now he got all the smoke. So okay, there, okay. There you go. Okay. He got all of it now at this point. Uh, sad news in, in baseball. Minnesota Twins had. Uh, um, learned the passing of uh, someone in their organization, Ryan Costello, um, 23 years old, uh, passed away. Uh, seemed to be a good prospect that would have come out of the minor leagues. And it's interesting that the minor leagues could be going away altogether or certain aspects of it being condensed. We'll have to look for more word from the um, Major League Baseball on that. But well. From our, our education we got a couple weeks ago, they got too many teams, too many leagues. So before you start cutting stuff, just reduce some of the. I didn't know they had like three different three different levels of triple A or triple A, double A, single A. And then out of that, you had different levels. You got the rookie, 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 grapefruit league, and whatever. Just a lot of a lot of different underlines. They need to cut some of that out. Right. Uh, let's go American League MVP Mike Trout. You good with that? No. Well, he batted 291, uh, 45 home runs, 104 RBIs, 110 scores, was run score. Was he playing in October? <laughs> was he playing late September? His war is better than anybody's we've <laughs> seen he, in the last when did the playoff start? 18 years. When did the playoffs start? Like late September, September 22nd, 23rd? First of October. First of, uh, was he playing then? Was he playing that he last? Hurt. He was hurt. Was he, uh-huh. was he, he was playing hurt. that last? But he was September, hurt. He was hurt. First week of October. He was hurt. Because he, so he couldn't play. There was no need to come back. He probably had a high ankle sprain. He don't need to come back. So who would you have rather seen then? I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm not mad with him. I just, I just, <laughs> you, just, you just hate on that man. A little bit. That was progress. That's progress. I just, I just, wanted, to, I just wanted to play. be playing in October. That's all. Not in the World Series. I get that. But make the wild card. Make these war numbers mean something. Okay. I don't have a problem with him winning the MVP. He should have gotten it again. I mean, it is what it is. Um, what do you do? I mean, he's putting up incredible numbers, so... I mean, maybe you could have given it to Altuve, the best player on the best team. Oh, but they cheat, so I uh, don't know. Not as bad as the Yankees. Yankees <laughs> <laughs> cheat. <laughs> so this is the third time that he's won the MVP award. He won it in uh, 14 and 16 and now 19. And he's already started his trend to 
becoming a Hall of Famer, of course. Yeah. Nationally, MVP, MVP winner was Cody Bellinger for the Dodgers. No surprise there. Mm-hmm. Uh, career highs and runs at 121, 170 hits, 34 doubles, 47 homers, uh, 115 RBIs. Played in October. Played in October. <laughs> if you want to put that in there. Hey, listen, made the playoffs. Won a gold glove. Hey, yes, yes, yes. But more importantly, played in the postseason. That that's all I ask of the trout. Do, I need so if he gets into one postseason, then you trying to say all his other ones are validated? Yes. Listen, wow. I, I done lowered the bar. I I just need a play in wild card game for trout. I ain't even talking about win the win the division or you know just get a playoff wild card. Just just do that. Now play in game, please. I think the the um, NL MVP race was much closer because you had Yelich of the Brewers. Who had 317? Well, if, he if he hadn't got hurt, he had right. He, he had 317 points, opposed to Bellinger who had 362. So he wasn't able to finish the season, though. He wasn't able to. I got to give a shout out to uh, hometown here in Atlanta. Acuna came in fifth with uh, 155 votes. So I Acuna, I thought Acuna should have been a little higher. A little higher. And than that's not even being the homer. I just thought it overall one of your better players on one of the best teams. Yeah, you know yeah, I, mean? I would have. Um, just looking at the NL, uh, Anthony Redden of the Nationals was third. Cattell Marte of the Diamondbacks, and then Ronald Acuna. I think he should have been third. Third, yeah. Acuna should have mm-hmm. for the type of season he had. And I don't think it had anything to do with the whole not running. No, no, no. I think it was more internal thing if you wanted to bring up something I that mean, was if, more if, in-house with the Braves or, as opposed to or what maybe, he did over the season. Maybe give it up 10 runs in one inning and was still just hanging over everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't want the Braves to do anything <laughs> right. Uh, pitchers, AL Cy Young Award winner, Mr. Justin Verlander. Got his second one, had 21 wins, finished second, and earned run average of 2.58. Um, I don't see... Again, this is regular season. Because yeah. if we go postseason, post-season with that, he don't win. He, he can't do anything in the World yeah. Series. Yeah, that, that one. Yeah, that one with Detroit. Great. I mean, he, he does. Yeah. yeah. I think he won one, lost one, whatever. But he, when it comes to in the world, now that was um, that was that one in the World Series, though, was it? Because he's only six in the World Series in games. Well, that I mean, he played well in the, in play, the, in the, in the divisional and right, the, in the, the ALC. It's just that in that World Series, Series appearances, that's when he falters. Congratulations to Jacob DeGrom, NL Cy Young Award winner, 255 strikeouts, uh, second in ERA at 2.43. Don't have no problem with the, He went back to back. The Mets, get some run support. <laughs> Please. Like, how can a guy who won, how many games did he win this year? 11, I want to say, yeah. or something like that? Probably with a 122. If they, could, if they can get three runs when he's hitting. He, was, <laughs> he losing games 1-0. Yeah. 2-1. 2-1. Right. <laughs> Imagine what he would be if he had some support. Um, the Mets, however, got some future to look forward to. Their rookie of the year came from there. Pete Alonzo uh, won rookie of the year for the NL coming out of the Mets. He had uh, 53 home runs. Uh, rookie... Um, all-time rookie uh, home run record. And then the Astros, uh, uh, Alvarez uh, won Rookie of the Year. Uh, 27 home runs, 78 RBIs. Now, looking at the Astros and this whole cheating scandal that went back to 2017 of stealing signs, not only... There's an unwritten rule. You don't do it 
if the runner's at second base and, you know, you kind of motion back and still signs, you're not supposed to do it. But, you know, players still do it. You know how the guy caught. However, guy you don't film yeah, you're stuff. Good. Look, you're, That's you're, when you go Patriot level. Yeah, you, yeah you, don't, you don't go Belichick on Right. In the words of J.C., don't, <laughs> don't go Belichick on them, right. baby. Don't, don't do that. So, it'd be interesting to see what comes down. Do they take the championship away? No. The worst series away? No. Only reason why y'all found out because you uh, uh, love a scoring. Right. <laughs> When and decided to talk about it, yeah. I, um, I thought you Darvish was uh, very succinct in what he said about it. You know, hey, you know, it happened, but Other I'm not going to sit here and downgrade. You know, why we lost. You know, I pitched bad, they won because you Darvish with the Dodgers. You know, who obviously mm-hmm. that, lost that particular World Series. So he's like going to put it on. The cheating, that's why we lost. He gonna take it like a man, take it on the chin and say, hey, and we bat better. If I don't, if I pitch better, you know. It's a different outcome. It's a different outcome. I'm not gonna give, And he also knows, that kind of credit he also that. knows it goes on. Again, the way they got caught was. But yeah, you still don't film stuff. I know, stuff. but I'm saying the There's way There's certain they, levels of cheating. Yeah, but the way they got caught was, <laughs> they didn't get caught because somebody. No, somebody snitched. Yeah, they were upset. A scorn, a scorn former player who they right. wind up cutting. Snitched. Yeah. So now he better stay in the American League because <laughs> if we do this cross and I happen to get you, I mean, I'm I'm bringing the high heat. <laughs> <laughs> and it won't be any questions about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, American League Manager of the Year goes to uh, first-time skipper Rocco Baldelli. Um that's what I'm going to call him, Rocco Badilli, for the uh, Minnesota Twins. They won the AL Central title for the first time since uh, 2010. I'm okay with that. They wasn't planning on They wasn't supposed to win it. They were 23 games better than they were last year. Yeah. So, <laughs> I I agree. Yeah, he definitely should get it. And um, won 100 games, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, no problem at all. NL Manager of the Year, Mike Shield. Of... Uh, Cardinals, St. Louis. No. No. Should have been Atlanta. Should have been Atlanta. All the expectations, everything that was on there, Philly was supposed to run away with this division. Atlanta wound up having the second best record in the in the in the National League. Young team. Mm-hmm. You take away, unfortunately, giving up ten runs in the game five. They could easily be in the World, in the World Series. Series. That should go to even though this is a, a regular season award. Uh, regular season, they, all the experts had the Phillies running away with the National League East. Every last one, including you. <laughs> I had to brace a wild card. I, I know, but I'm just saying. Close. So yeah. As far as winning the winning the East, everybody had Philly. But the, the St. Louis is in the Central, though. I get you, but I'm just saying. It's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. St. Louis. I think people had Cubs and Brewers as the the two teams either winning it and then maybe a wild court, or if you only had one coming out, either or. St. Louis still ain't fell off as far as the Braves did a few years ago. You know what I mean? We all said last year was – last year they were ahead of expectation, and how would they react to having expectations on them? This year they had expectations, and they exceeded it. That goes to the. I agree. Now, what's interesting is he's the first manager to win the award and has never played professional baseball. I can 
Let's so do another game. Let's do another game. Maybe a little bit of analytics. Uh, yeah, a little you, bit I, of both. Yeah, yeah. But you know that will be interesting to see now that you have someone who is the manager of the year that never played professional baseball. He might have played in, yeah. you know, but uh, never in the, in the minor big leagues, leagues or, but never made it to the big leagues. That will be interesting to see going forward how that demographic and dynamics begin to play out. Uh, Gold Glove Awards um, here in Atlanta. Uh, no one, if I can remember correctly, was um, a Gold Glove Award winner, which is somewhat surprising that we didn't have anyone. Now, we did have a Silver Slugger and Freddie Freeman, uh, Ozzie Albies, and Acuna. All three of those, first base, second base, and um, center fielder or outfielder. They just have three outfield categories. One Silver silver Slug Awards, but nobody with a Golden Glove. So, does that mean Braves need to start focusing more on maybe getting some defensive people or is just the other guys just better? Just better. Braves were solid in all categories. I think they were toward the bottom lower half of committing errors um, in the game. So, I think they're solid there as well. It just... You know, um, maybe next year with some of those guys become household names a little bit more. Maybe they'll get the they'll get the nod. The nod that they get. Now the Braves did pick up a closer and um, Will Smith. Always need uh, those left-hander. Yeah. So uh, you let Kygo go. Yeah. Yeah, gotta let him go. I mean, well, they league? let Julio Teran go. That so is, that's probably not. where that money would now. Be used to yeah. pay uh, Will Smith because you gotta get that bullpen. Yeah, I have no so, problem uh, with Teron going. Man. And I listen. I I uh, I applaud them going after and getting Keiko. Those are moves you have to make to try to win a championship. It didn't pan out, but those are the moves you have to make. You make the move now. What you don't do is strap yourself for two or three years to him. But so you, do you go? Do you keep Josh Donaldson? Yes. I mean, do you? Because I think I keep all them back. I think he opted out or whatever. I'm not, I no I'm not exactly sure how that works, but I think he opted out of his contract. But, of course, they can throw more money at him to get him to come back. Cut the check. Cut the check. Cut the check. I keep that lineup. he was solid. He was I keep solid. that lineup intact as as much as possible. All the work needs to be in the in with the arms. The arms, right. The, the bullpen, starting pitching. That's where all your work needs to be. And it seems like uh, that could be solid. I mean... As you mentioned, if Kaiko will be there, uh, Soroka, who I thought should have pitched uh, that final that, game. That, that fifth game. He should have been in there to pitch it. So it, it, it's promising. And now adding a reliever in Smith, who had 34 saves last year, 2.76 earned run average and 6-3 appearances, I think that looks good. And understand that he's a native. He's from Noonan, Georgia. So you have that aspect. Exactly. Home. To, to have him come in. And this is probably the first time that they've had a big free agent pitcher signing in come while. in. I mean, as far as a, um, a closer. Okay, yeah. Because everybody else has been kind of homegrown that they brought through. Uh, of course, Keiko is a starting pitcher. Yeah. But I think this first time they brought in a reliever. Yeah. Because they were asking for, um, everybody's looking at um, Alondis Chapman last year. Was last year to come in, well, well, yeah. both the season before, yeah. and they wanted to bring back um, who was with the Braves before as a closer, who went to San Diego for oh, a I minute. Know. Leave him out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not, I can't think of his name now. But so this is the first time that they've gone out and said, "Okay, we're gonna make a 
focal point of interest to shore up our bullpen because the bats are there. Yeah. And to that point, that's why you, hey, Donaldson, what you need. Yep. It's going to take that to keep you here. Let's make one more run. Do it. Let's make another run. And see what happens. You've got enough of those young guys still under that initial contract that you can afford to pay. Cut the check. Right. All right, this is DNA Sports Talk. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got college football to discuss. It's 1100 a.m. right here. You're listening to The Real 1100 a.m. Atlanta's Real Sports and Entertainment Talk Radio. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Orleans style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Hey, I'm Murphinetti. You can say Murphinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com. Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWE 
Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk, where we bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. Once again, 4460 is the number to call in. That's live on Periscope as well as Facebook. More so Facebook, it seems right now. But um, before we continue, Monday Night Football is tonight. We say Kansas City Chiefs versus the, the Chargers of L.A. Yeah. They in LA. They in La La Land. They in La La Land. Uh, let's go with the Chargers in an upset. Let's go. Since we know Kansas City has zero defense, let's go. Phillip Rivers dropping you. off three touchdowns and one pick, throwing for the 350 yards. They'll put up uh, 37 points. Kansas City will have. 33. 37-33 Chargers. 37-33. Yep. With no helmets being thrown. <laughs> I'll take um, the over-under on that one. Two desperate teams, but Kansas City even more so desperate with Oakland. If they lose, you tie or be in first place Looking or tie the first. Oh, Chucky so. out there. But you know, I mean, obviously they're all in the same AFC West division and whatnot. But mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot more is riding on this. If t- the San Diego Chargers win, they'll still be like a game or two games back of everybody. So um, if they lose this game, the season might just be done. So, but it's, it's more desperation time for Kansas City. I think maybe the Chargers have kind of seen the handwriting on the wall. Um, so I'm going to Kansas City. On the road, 30-27. Defense still garbage, but they're going to do just (laughs) enough. My bad, 30-28. 30-28. 30-28. They're going to give up four touchdowns. They didn't give them no field goals. They're going to give up touchdowns, but 30-28. Okay. Um, Real quick, looking back, uh, who do you have right now for the MVP in the NFL? A lot of it's being talked about. It's, it's, right now, it seems to be three quarterbacks. It's two. Russell right. Wilson Correct. for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh-huh. Lamar Jackson for the Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo for the Baltimore Ravens, mm-hmm. who won 41-7 over um, Houston. Houston. And then Dak, surprisingly, uh, 35-27 over Detroit the other day. But those are the three right now. Okay. So, most time in the race, you got to have three people, right? That that's, that's correct. And outside looking in is Christian McCaffrey. At okay. Four. But yes, but, okay. right now it's a three quarterback race for MVP. We'll, we'll, we'll do like the Heisman. Mm-hmm. We'll put four people in. Four people. Those are two four people, people are two people are, are running. They about to lap some folks, <laughs> and they about to lap McCaffrey. They probably lapped him after yesterday yeah, showing. And Dak is due for one more bad game. Mm-hmm. It, 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 at some point, he'll they'll rely more on Zeke than on him. I feel at some point. But Zeke. Hasn't been running the ball, ball yeah, enough yeah. consistency. Yeah. I think that's why Dak is starting to come up into the conversation, which yeah. was a two-man race for but, for a long time. But here's why I got, um, and I probably will have if things stay the way they are. Uh, Lamar wins it if he wants up with a better record. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, the person in the lead is um, Russell. Russell, is even your, though Lamar. Is your yeah, even though Lamar won the head-to-head, I still think Lamar needs to have uh, Lamar needs to have a better record. And the reason being is I can name the guys in Baltimore on the offensive side. Heap at, at tight end, Ingram at running back. Um, uh, just now I can't remember the wide receiver. 
but he has he has talent on the wide on on the offensive side. Not taking nothing from Lamar, but there's talent there. Talent Name me the wide receiver and don't tell me Golden Tate like still there, ain't he? Nope. <laughs> and, and, no. and Golden Tate one point eight was locking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like his 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 wide receiver Degree court, of difficulty. Yeah, and I mean he just got Metcalf is not. We talked earlier about what the difference is between a one a number one yeah. wide receiver and, and a, a number, number two. two. He playing with a bunch of threes, and 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 Lockett is a good player. That's not to not to knock him, but take Lockett out of Seattle. Ain't nobody raising their hand talking about they want him other than on punt return and special teams. So I um, think what Baltimore and Lamar has done so far. I got him slightly, real slightly over Russell Wilson based on, you know, of Lamar having what seems to be a better team around him than Russell Wilson does, which should reflect in the record. So we'll see how it all plays out. Yeah, but I think what's helping Lamar is these plays. These spectacular how, what was it, uh, second and one, and he probably should have been tackled for a loss. But he turns into a 22-yard gain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's those type of play- he's having. If we're talking about relating this to highs, he's having those highs moments. Moments, yeah, yeah. He, every, he did he's one having, where uh, he's having MVP moments. He's, yeah, he's having those MVP moments where you can hang your hat on. This so, is so the, why wow, yeah. you're winning the game because you know as well as I do. You go from a second and one. Let's say you get tackled for a loss. Now it's third and four. That changes your play calling a little bit. First down. 22 yards, you're on the other side of the ball, you change the field position. Yeah. So those type of things. And we let's be honest, Texans is a decent defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean even without well, JJ Watt, yeah. they still have a, a legit defense. And to put up 41 against yeah. them shows that he's evolving and it's not we, with his feet. We see, yeah, we see the highlights the, with his the, feet. The MVP but the moment passes with his feet. That he made. The, the highlights day, are with his feet, but the MVP, oh, the MVP moment with, with his arms. With his yes. arms, yeah. So I got him slight edge right now. Of course, we got to see how all of it plays out. But right yeah, now, it's, no problem. it's I, one and one A. Yeah, yeah. And I and your one A is Lamar. My and and my one A. Your your one A is um, Russell, Russell, and my right. one A is Lamar. Lamar. And like I said, I know head to head, there's certain things. I feel whoever winds up with the better record will probably win the um, the MVP from them two. Right. Um, but again, my my reasoning for the slight edge to Russell is I can't name. His supporting his cast, right? So he, I mean, he just got, uh, just got, uh, almost said Sanuba, Sanuba in England. Just got, um, who, who New England sent on his way, Gordon. Just got Josh Gordon, Gordon. last week, right? And Josh Gordon made three of the most critical first down, you know, third and three catches, correct? Like three times in that game. So you know, to bring a guy basically off the street and make him productive is what this Russell is, is doing, right? Uh, Deep South Overs rivalry was this past Saturday. We were down in Auburn at game time, which we will be back in two weeks for the Iron Bowl. Come down to game time sports bar and grill in Auburn, about 1.2 miles from uh, Jordan-Hare Stadium. Uh, Auburn tried to come back there 14 in the fourth quarter, but uh, it was still Georgia 21 to 14. Time, uh, once again, you got to do something. You, you don't have the luxury now of putting Gatewood in and see what he can do for Auburn. You stuck with Bo Nix, and that's what it is. There's no way he should be throwing the ball 50 times in a game like that. And there's no way um, – we talked about this a little bit during halftime of the game, which is on Periscope. Make sure you go back and look at that. That Gus, you had two weeks, and this is the best that you could do. You this is the best play calling you, you got can get. You got a gun in your mouth. Weeks. This is what you come up with. Right. <laughs> 
so because of the win, Georgia is in the uh, SEC championship game, which they will play LSU, who beat Ole Miss to secure their spot. Precursor, you talked about it before. Anything about Georgia that LSU should be worried about? Yes. Their defense is legit. The defense is legit. And so, um, and LSU gives the one, up a lot of points. The, well, the one thing Georgia has that LSU needs to be worried about um, from an offensive side going against Georgia, they got the speed to get to the edges. So, if I'm LSU, I'm not trying to play that finesse game. What I want to see, and I haven't seen no one really do it, is punch Georgia straight in the mouth. And so you that's what I was thinking was going to happen with Auburn having two weeks off. Prepared. He- heavy dose, but he kept right. being he, – he, he tried to do a finesse run game to the edges. Auburn, I mean – They Georgia, have speed. Great. Georgia got- has speed, you know, so you need to, you need to run, run right at him. Um, so that – what I, what I worry about, and you mentioned it, what I worry about if I'm LSU is Georgia has a stout enough defense to where I don't see LSU getting – Plus forty points, they can control the game enough to. They get thirty. I mean, yeah, they can run the game enough now. So there's concerns now. On the flip side, is Georgia going to hand the rock off to Swift? Swift. And Ray, I would hope so. And don't be phased by getting two yards, because yeah. the more you you run the ball, you get more. And yeah, I, so. I hope Kirby doesn't, you know, get into that mode of oh, I'm only getting two yards. Let me put it in Fromm's hand. You put it in Fromm's hand, you're gonna lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, and, and that's Fromm's a game and, manager. And, and, he's not. He's not a difference honest, maker. He's that's a game pretty manager. Much any quarterback, i.e., Bo Nix. You can't have him throwing the ball 50 times. Yeah, he was uh, 30 for 50. I'd rather see him. You know, what was we were talking about like 19 or 26 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 25. Anything plus 25 in my book is too problem. much. It's too much. And that goes for the majority of quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, sad news for Alabama. Tua. Uh, dislocated hip and the, the fracture of the the, uh, the hip and the pelvic area. I was talking to um, someone, and it's just like the the Bo Jackson thing. But that now they're saying it's not the same. I, I he guess, has surgery today. I guess they're trying to minimize because they want to keep hope alive. But what, what? what did I tell you when it happened? Everybody's <laughs> like, "Oh, he's gonna be fine." I'm like, "Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna walk. He's gonna be he a walk. He's he gonna play football. But he's not playing football." Now, I'm almost with you with this never um, <laughs> on this one. Like the 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 hips and all that stuff is the one area of the body that. You know, once you kind of mess it up, it, the hips in the back or one of the you parts saw of the body. You seen the Dak dance where he's twisted. Yeah. You can't, it's ain't inevitable. Too, ain't too much you can do with that after it go wrong, right? So, um, and I mean, let's be honest, it, it's a freak accident. I understand. Like, if you you said don't play him at all, okay. If he got into halftime, you know, whatever. And he almost what, did. What, but but thing is, what if it had happened the first play of the game? You know it. it I it happens. I get the. I get. Yeah, you must have sent the. You must have tweeted saving what to say. That's pretty much what he said. <laughs> he read word for word. Pretty script. much what he was saying. You know, it's just whatever. It could have happened at any point in the we, game. We knew. I guess. I guess my problem with this year again, it would be different. If it was the Mississippi State team from three years ago when we walked in there and they got they got a defense. 
And I don't know if I want to put the back up against that defense. And I'm in Starksville, and I'm playing it at night. Forget and it. Was, I, it was at, it was at night. And, but it, no, it was daytime. No, no, it was daytime. But I'm saying, but at but night, it was 35 to seven with um, a little over three minutes to go in the second it quarter. It was 14 to zero with 12 minutes to go in the first quarter. I seen all I need to see on the first two. He hit a slant. He hit a slant. He, he, he hit, hit the deep ball. Deep ball down the middle. Then the wheel. Then the wheel route. That's touchdown one. And then he came back and hit another deep ball in the next drive. That made it 14-0. I seen all I need to see. Get out of here. Have a nice day. Somebody take his helmet. But but then what happens if they score fourteen seven? Well, I gotta ride. I gotta ride out with this rookie. I gotta <laughs> ride out with this rookie. It's Mississippi State this year again. I knew. I I know coming into this game, none of the factors were going to be there that Mississippi State was going to give us a hard time. time. So I wouldn't play them at all. Uh, or right. I would 23 to 19 over Minnesota, so Minnesota's no longer undefeated. Um, Penn State held Penn State held on. Uh, it was 28 to 3, Baylor over Oklahoma, 28 to 3. But then Oklahoma came back and won 34-31 after Jalen Hurts fumbled twice, especially a uh, potential score, and he fumbled. So there are no undefeated teams in the Big 12, um, and there's only one now in the Big 10 in. Um, Ohio, Ohio State. State. So, did Jalen play? Did Jalen play himself back into top contention, or is it still mm, two fumbles like that? It, it, I don't know. I think after the weekend, I got Fields one. Now. Right now, Fields is. I got yeah, Fields one because uh, Burrow actually Burrow one. I got Fields two. I got Fields one. Burrow two because Burrow okay. didn't have a great game because he threw too many. Like, yeah, he did. I give you one interception and you stay up front. You get the two, you get the three. That's just as bad as Hurts dropping two fumbles, fumbles or whatever. Right. You know, it just happened to be against Mississippi, who you know you can score whenever you want to score. But I don't want to see my Heisman candidate quarterback when I look at the stat line and I see three interceptions or two interceptions. Right. That doesn't look good. So now, who do you have as your top quarterbacks going into the draft coming up? Now that Tua, fought, definitely won't play the rest of the year, but probably. Won't be available to do any combine work or be evaluated, so he definitely drops out of the first round. If I'm two, I'm not worried about. It. I send my I send my last game, not that I want to get Mississippi State. I send my game the against LSU. the LSU on one leg. I send okay. that. I send that. Now y'all tell me when I'm held. I send that game and I send the next championship game, and y'all holler at me. So who who do you like now? As but number one, I I probably go out of the quarterbacks out there that probably come out. So Burrows, like, Burrows, Burrows the, he looks the, out. he looks the most NFL ready. As as um, At, uh, Herbert from um, Oregon is uh, possible. From is coming out. Um, um, Ellinger from Texas. Burrows, Burrow, you Burrow. Burrow. You start you start putting together competition. You start putting together this year particularly. He's 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 well, they done knocked off five or four top ten teams or top yeah. fifteen teams. A lot of those on the road, so um, or neutral site. Neutral site. So I'm I'm going Burroughs Burrow. right now. Is is his to lose as far as being a number so one like pick? Cincinnati will probably go at Burroughs or game. Miami. Well, Cincinnati hadn't won a game yet. Oh, oh, but I'm saying, but you know, Cincinnati's stupid enough. They might. <laughs> but you know, since Cincinnati could say, you know what, we want to stay with Dalton. Um, I'm just saying. I just I'm. A, well, how? I don't know. And why? 
Give Dalton somewhere uh, another chance yeah. to see him yeah. go somewhere. Well, I know he's gone. They don't set him down. I know but. for us, the Bears, you know, having set out Trubisky, I don't want to hear about that hip injury. Uh, they set him out because he wasn't playing well, period. They wanted to see if Chase Daniels would come in and lead a drive and see what happened. You need that. a spot. It didn't work. Yeah. So that handwriting is on the wall. So it's time and, to drop the quarterback. Not, and not making the plays on the wall. Correct. Because that was the that was between us and the Rams, that was a chance to see who's going to still be in the playoff for a wild card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they have the head-to-head. So yeah. at this point, if we don't run off six straight and yeah, go 10-6, and six, then that's it. Yeah, that was the fact. And I don't even see, even if you go 10-6, and six, you got two teams, Green Bay and Minnesota at 8-2. and two. You got to figure well, somebody going to be 13-3 and somebody going to be 12-4. and four. That 12-4 is going to be a wild card. So 10-6 and six still don't get you in. That's all I'm saying. It should. Well, it depends no. on um, Seattle and um, San Francisco. No, that's a, San Francisco. So, so San Francisco. The two Francisco wild card teams Arizona. right now is Seattle and Minnesota because Green Bay leads the, Bay and, and yeah. San Fran leads the West. Right. So I'm saying the two wild card teams right now can legit go 12 and 4 right. and be a, be a wild card. So even if you get the 10 wins, you're at home. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the same problem I, with the I, Falcons. I, Falcons got to win and hope. New Orleans digress so much that nine and seven. I'm just saying, I know to to get in because you're not going to get a wild card. You have to win to the division. In. So it'll be interesting to see what the Bears do with their, uh, I think, second round pick. If uh, if Ellinger is there or yeah. Herbert is there at that point to, or do you go get Cam and 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 then worry about a quarterback two years? Uh, well, from the worst thing you know is that. Carolina looks good right now. I mean, they look bad. So you want to keep Cam. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, listen, I, <laughs> again, Carolina, uh, reconsider. <laughs> read some literature on the subject. I might want to go back to Cam. But in case they just hard-headed, they want, they want them to go, and they throw their hats into the ring as far as somebody they want. It all depends on how Allen plays this coming weekend. Everybody has – every quarterback has a bad game. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Now, before we switch gears, big game, number nine, Penn State, and number two, Ohio State. The Ohio State Buckeyes will win the game. Will win the game. Going away. Going away, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're going to show everybody why they, they should be the number one team. Okay. I mean, there are other matchups. You can, you know, check them out this weekend. We'll be talking about them. But that's the only one with really that, significance and importance that's going people, on. People, if you seven or up is the reason why you're watching this game. Right. <laughs> other than that, yeah. you don't. Yeah. Uh, let's look at uh, NBA before we get out of here. How about them Celtics? Uh, they won a nine-game winning streak I mean, you before said they it. lost it. He coaches better he coaches with less. Better with less. <laughs> it, it, it's something about it. I mean, you don't take a day. Um, no, I'm going to say Davidson. You don't take a, a Butler team to back-to-back national championship appearances if you don't know how to coach. coach yeah. That's that's plain and simple because nobody's purposely going to Butler well, who's, yeah, yeah. A, yeah. who's a five-star. Or four-star. You get some three-and-a-halves. Yeah. But to coach those two teams through a regular season, through the gauntlet of the yeah. NCAA tournament. And lose one of the games, it rimmed out. All right, rims out. You beat a, a Duke team that many people have thought was the best team uh, in the last uh, few years that Coach K has had there. And as you mentioned, you go to a rim out of winning that game, you can coach. Yeah. But he doesn't do well again when he has a player like a Kyrie, unfortunately, someone with a, an, an ego. He, he, for whatever reason, just doesn't work. And you had mentioned before that even in the playoffs, 
that when he has so many guys in the roster and everything, it's hard for him to to get not, things defined. But again, that was with Kyrie. So yeah. now that he doesn't have that, now he can coach team ball, team defense, which is why they had a nine game winning streak and, and he's lost not, and, and he's, lost to yeah. uh, Sacramento at the buzz because yeah. it rimmed out on that. But, one. Yeah, but, he, but he's, <laughs> he, he, he's not he's not twelve starters deep. Yeah. So he and now he doesn't even have to make the hard decisions with those many guys. You know, people understand their roles better. You know, again, everything that you're saying, he doesn't have to have a superstar. But he, he, they had too many starters. So now when you got rid of Horford, you got rid of Kyrie. Now yo, these guys understand who they are and what they are, and there's there's no shuffling around. And they know to, their role. Yep. And that's and as a coach, that's the best thing that yeah. you can do yeah. is when a guy knows their role. They know how many shots they're gonna get. Now, how many minutes they're going to get. Now, you can be adjusted depending on who you're playing. If yeah. you're going up a bigger team, smaller team, you can make adjustments. But for the most part, they know when I come in, coach is expecting this this many points, this many assists, this many rebounds, this type of effort and hustle. I And as a coach, you can you can game plan for that. Yeah. I know Tatum is going to do this. I know Brown is going to do this. I know Kimball will do this. You know, I know Morris is going to do this. I know what to expect. And now I can make adjustments based on who I'm playing with my personnel. Yeah. Uh, Miami Heat, surprisingly, 9-3 and three with Milwaukee, uh, second and third, respectively. Uh, we both had the Heat as a um, playoff team. But I had uh, Heat top four. I, I think I, I had five. Have, I might have six or six. At six, five or six, you're right, yeah, around there. But I didn't have four, maybe not going to do at three at the end of the year. But... That's hats off to Spolstra. It's still early, but and the man hats off and the man above him too. <laughs> Pat Riley. Pat Riley, baby. <laughs> uh, hometown Hawks on a, a West Coast trip. Uh, they'll be back Wednesday. Yeah, they, they won the first game against Denver. Yeah, where Trey is still showing out. Forty-two still dropping, points in Denver. Yeah, still yeah. dropping thirty plus a that game. That one fifty to, to the that Clippers. That one fifty though, and then turn around one fifty one hundred one, and then one twenty-two one hundred one hundred one against the Lakers. So the La La Land was not good for the no, Hawks. No. Combined seventy points. Lost total. Uh, missing John Collins to some degree, but surprisingly, uh, your boy um, came out of Duke. Jabari Parker has filled in nicely. I still want to see the Hawks get a, a true big man at center because that, and I know they play Alex Lynn at center. I just want to see somewhat of an upgrade from Alex Lynn to continue to allow Collins and Parker, if he's going to continue to stay with the Hawks, to play their natural position at power forward and not have to play dual roles of power forward center, which changes and alters their game. Yeah. Bring in a solid true center and let that person continue to play their natural position and allow the other ones to do their thing. Now, of course, based on who you're playing, you can do some personnel shifts and having both of them on the court at the same time because both can step out and shoot the jump shot. But I think Collins is a has worked a little bit more on his low post than Parker has. Oh, yeah. Parker's more than 15 feet. And Parker don't have no lift no more. No. Them, those, those, I, Mo needs Those knees are gone. Them surgeries or whatever. He, he, he the, the explosiveness, is, is that's not coming back. Uh, looking at the Western Conference, L.A. at top, the Lakers, that is, 11-2, followed by the Rockets, 10-3, seven-game winning streak. So the beard is getting it done out there, him and uh, – Westbrook getting along right now. Yeah, but they're not winning no chip like that. <laughs> they're not winning no iso ball. But like this is, we've already been down this road. They, it's okay. Regular season, they may be a four, and they're gonna be out the first round. And that's it. Because I'm gonna slow the game down, and I'm gonna make 
I'm gonna make Russell Russell a jump shooter. Yeah. Back up and make, don't, don't let, let me don't, 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 don't let him drive. Make him a jump shooter and I live with you. Now if he make jumpers, oh okay, okay. oh you know the foot, basketball guys are with you. But it just happened to be your series. Yeah, then. but I'm but not. But again, in a seven game series, series the likelihood I, of him doing that is one. Once, yeah, so one game. And just I don't, just don't let game. him, and just don't let him. I like I like what Denver's doing. Nine and three, uh, picked them to be the top of West because Same, yeah. you know the most complete team coming back. There's yeah. nothing, nothing to mix in. They got all the components you're talking about as far as a big man being a big man, but mm-hmm. Djokovic can handle the ball. The Djokovic can excellent handle, passer. After the passer, they got uh, they got a. a, a, a Oh, no, I can't call it Murray. Name. Murray. Murray's a, running, a, the show. running the show. Um, and then they got a wing man with Millsap. Yes. You know, I was well, a, a solid, a veteran. solid veteran too as well. So. Um, and they went. I had a decent run in the playoffs last year. Well, made the Western Conference Finals. Well, so, I mean, they made a game before the game, game they lost before, to Portland right. at home to them. So second round. So um, yeah. I, um, the revenge factor, wanting to get back, plays into that. Yeah. The, the one surprise I am seeing is the Phoenix Suns, 7-4 in the fifth seed right now. The playoffs were to start today. Excellent young team. I hope that they can stay together and keep that nucleus that they have there because they could be an exciting team in the future that yeah. could Maybe they can just, just be decent so you can stop getting number one picks. <laughs> let's, let's start there. Um, <laughs> the Clippers, 8-5 right now, 6 seed. I think the low management thing. With Kawhi is the reason why they yeah, their goal is to be four. Just have the Clippers. The Clippers' yeah. goal is to be four, maybe five. It don't matter. And I feel that the Lakers have to be three. So they don't Just see them in the first round. But uh, yeah, they they're they're happy with being four or five seed, um, and they'll be fine. Kind of funny that uh, Doc Son got him uh, <laughs> that tech put on. And yeah. I immediately said, boy, that's going to be, be some Thanksgiving day, too. Yeah, doc going to show him you ain't my son. Right. <laughs> Light bright. Get up out of here. You don't look nothing like me. <laughs> nah, but man. Two, but, too, dog, as, as a a son of an athlete like that, everybody thought he got preferential treatment. And so you got to prove yeah, I didn't. didn't yeah. No, yeah, tee yeah. him up. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. I'll call him later. It's beautiful. Yeah, 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 his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I think that's more the reason why he he did it at, at that point. Um, also, surprised surprised that Minnesota has played. I mean, they've lost their last two, but playing well as of late. The scary thing: Golden State to be healthy next year, and they might get a number one and number two pick. Rub that's it. the scariest thing in the world right now. Right rub, now for the NBA, the, the Golden <laughs> Golden State is uh, uh the man from taking. <laughs> <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> I will get. This is your year to have your chance to do what you need to do. Right. Win the chips. Get all your shimmying in. Talk your noise. Get it all in. The, it, next year is going to be so D'Angelo much. D'Angelo Russell is out now. So again, if D'Lo comes back, Steph, Clay, Draymond. Right now, they're Atlanta, they're, they're they're Atlanta Falcons of basketball. Can't no. Who gonna get? Who gonna get hurt next? The the mascot like is every. <laughs> Everybody, right? Everybody. <laughs> so who else gonna get it? Uh, a huge and big congratulations to Bill Russell. He finally got his Hall of Fame ring uh, last week after he boycotted for forty-five years. He refused to <coughs> get his Hall of Fame <coughs> ring. Um, um, say, say that again. For forty-five how, how, how long years, he, do something? he boycotted. How long he do something? Forty-five years, Bill Russell, the great Bill Russell, boycotted. 
getting a Hall of Fame. Y'all jokers can't stop going to Popeyes for a week. So, um, at 85 years uh, old, uh, he was elected into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 1975, um, but he refused to participate in the induction ceremony because he felt that someone who had paved the way for him should have been in the Hall of Fame before him. And that's that's what I'm saying. We're not ready. That's the reason why I say our discussions need to be, our disagreements need to be private and publicly we need to be on one accord. Plain and simple. And this is the reason why we're here. Because if you if you not ready for that long haul, you ain't ready for nothing. Because it was no guarantee. We always look at him like at the finals like, man, any day this joker gonna but, pass away. But most but folks, he held on. Most folks thought he had his uh I would assume the outside people, was, you know, just in general. He like, was inducted, yes. Yeah, but I mean, but when people hear that, they assume you, you he got it. So he didn't even make a a, a quote unquote big stink about it. You, NBA, you know what it is, and he came to all the functions. Yep, he do all that stuff. But you know what it is. So I'm not at, accepting at, the ceremony. I'm not accepting the ring. At some point, you got to tell you got to tell the people why this man don't have a ring. So if he passed away, you would have to tell them. Why? We didn't give him a ring. So you put the owners on them. So you want to wait this long or whatever. So you, they finally take different, different, um, different, uh, um, um, what you call the uh, president of the uh, commissioner. commissioner. Di- different commissioners. So, you know, you got to maybe give him a little credit to say, hey, man, make Adam this right. Make, yeah. make this go or whatever. But if you're not in for the long haul for social justice, then so don't do it. In 1950, Chuck Cooper became the first black player to be drafted in the NBA. And so he died in 84, Chuck Cooper did. He finally got his just due now. So that's why, congratulations once again for Bill Russell for saying, okay, now I will get my just due because y'all did the right thing by putting Chuck Cooper in the Hall of Fame. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, make sure you tune in next week. We're going to have – Dr. James from Morris Brown in. I want to talk about what's going on over there at Morris Brown, especially with the athletics that's going around. HBCU in general. You know. Speaking of the struggle. Speaking of the struggle, exactly. Why are these things taking place? So if you got any questions that you would like us to ask him, please send those in so we can have those ready by next week. And by doing so, then make sure you can follow DNA Sports Talk on Facebook, DNA Sports Talk on Instagram, DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Hey, back here next Monday. On WWE 1100 AM. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeart Radio, Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so.